Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Violet. And you're listening to the Prone to Wander podcast. So this week, uh, we just wanted to talk about the Bible. Um, Amen. (laughs) Amen. Uh, Yeah. So, like, what are some of our favorite scriptures and why and um, how we study the Bible and where to start studying the Bible? If you don't know how to study the Bible already, where's a good place to start? The Bible is really intimidating. It's, like, really big and really old and hard to read. Yeah, and like not to say that we're experts on this because we're definitely, <laughs> definitely not, definitely still learning. Uh, but there are people who know even less than us, probably, or um, just haven't grown up in church and are just I don't know, just a little, little intimidated, a little uh, scared, don't know where to start. And so this is uh, for those people mostly. Yeah, um, yeah. So where would you suggest starting if someone was like? Uh, I, okay. So like if someone was like, I've never read the Bible before, where should I start? Where would you tell them to start? I usually tell people, uh, Ephesians. Um, why Ephesians? Because it covers, uh, a lot of the basics, um, like in a, in an easy to understand it way. Like, okay. Um, and, uh, what I'll usually say is you can take the first chapter of Ephesians and um, write down everything it says about God and everything it says about you. Um, I think you've heard me say that. Um, and I'm not sure. Probably. I've heard I've, you say a lot of things. I've, I don't know. I do say a lot of things, <laughs> to be fair. I feel like I've said that uh, to you. But, um, yeah. So that's what I usually tell people. If I don't say that, I'll say... I'll say that, or I'll say, if you don't want to do Ephesians, you can also start in a gospel, Matthew, yeah. Mark, Luke, John. That's what I would say. I would say, like, a mm-hmm. gospel. I like Matthew or John. Those are, like, those are my favorite gospels. Mm-hmm. But I feel like um, reading a gospel is, like, that's that's literally, that's the good news. And yeah. um, that's, like, that's, gives you the, that's Jesus. Yeah, that's Jesus. That's a good place to start. Okay, anyway, so, like, I like Matthew and John. You start with Jesus or whatever. Um, I also would say this is, like, so, like, when I was thinking about where's a good place to start in the Bible, I thought about, like, um... Not Genesis. Well, what I was going to say is uh, when I thought about what to tell, like, a new Christian, I would say a a gospel. But then I was, like, if it was somebody who, like, already knew the Bible, already knew the gospel pretty well, I would tell them to start in Genesis um, cause I think like, I think reading the old Testament is important. That's really hypocritical to say because I haven't like read the whole old Testament, mm-hmm. but like, um, I'm working on it right now. Yeah. Trying like starting from the beginning, like even if you, even if you like only get to like numbers, which is where I stopped reading when I stopped reading in Deuteronomy, that's but, where like, I am right now. Numbers. When you like try to get through like all those laws and stuff, even if you just got through like a uh, Genesis and Exodus, those are like, it gives you like. A really good idea of like uh, like Israel and like God's yeah. love of Israel and like it gives you a good foundation. Good foundation, yeah. Because to understand the context of the Gospels, to understand why we need Jesus, why we need a Savior, you need to know how depraved we've been from the beginning. Yes. Pen so. click noise. Yep. I was just writing down another note. Um, um, I don't know it, how loud it is if you can hear it, uh, but I'm drinking hot chocolate and it's good. I'm drinking some, uh, uh, was it Christmas tea? Yeah, Christmas spice tea. Christmas spice tea. Violet made it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, um, so when it comes to, like, making, like, studying the word, like, a daily habit, how do you, how do you do that, Violet? How do I do that? How do you do that? Um, <laughs> who else is here? How do I do that? Me? Violet? <laughs> I, honestly... <laughs> it um 
I think it's been a little harder lately because I've got a lot of distractions. Uh, distractions named Jameson at work. Uh, uh, but um, when, when it is more of a habit, um, and I wouldn't say it's not a habit right now. It's when just, it's more daily. Yeah, when it's more daily. Um, the you, You've just got to... You've got to car. You've got to carve out a time, and you've got to be. I don't want to say strict with yourself, but kind of like disciplined. Disciplined, yes, mm-hmm. much better word. Um, you you've got you've got to set out a time, um, that you know you're going to be, uh, focused. Uh, that you're not going to be super distracted or overwhelmed or tired. Um, you need to set out a time where you'll actually have enough time. And more than anything, you've got to, you've got to want to. Yeah. Um, and because no, no, you could have the perfect schedule, the perfect regimen, but if you don't have like uh, a hunger for scripture, if you don't have a hunger for God's word, then you're not going to stick to it. Uh, and if you do stick to it, it will just be out of legalism, um, which has definitely been me. Uh, yeah. We've talked about that on here before. But, um, yeah, and the way you do that, uh, it doesn't just happen. Uh, you pray for it. Yeah. Uh, I have often prayed for a hunger for God's word. Uh, I say, Lord, uh, help me want to want uh, to read your word uh, and study your word and learn from it and actually pay attention to it and actually meditate on it uh, and let it seep into my life. Amen. Yeah. And so another way I like to make uh, p- the Bible part of my daily life is, and I've also not been doing this as much <laughs> lately, but memorizing scripture. Yeah. Uh, we do that sometimes. Uh, together to hold each other accountable oh yeah tell them how you do that because i violet taught me that way how to do it and it's like very very helpful okay so um i learned this when i worked at snowbird uh it's something a lot of people did is they would uh take like a sharpie or uh now i use like a perm uh, temporary tattoo markers that you can get from Walmart because yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom was like, Sharpies are probably like poisonous for you or something. And I'm like, the tattoo ones just like last longer. Usually. I don't think they do last longer. I don't know. I've used, I don't know. Like, but like, uh, Cole's got a waterproof Sharpie. Yeah. I've used that one. And like, I took like three showers and it didn't come off. Yikes. <laughs> um, no, but my mom was like, um, I'm worried that you're going to like poison yourself with that or something. And I was like, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. But Develop ink poisoning from the word. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but, um, but, and then I'll write the first letter of every word of the scripture I'm memorizing on my arm. And, yeah. um, I'll look at it throughout the day. And it really helps when you're around other people who are going to ask you about it. Um, and this is where community comes in because it was super helpful at, uh, camp because literally, um, almost every person I talked to throughout the day would ask me what my scripture was because they knew, they knew what was, they, everyone knew that's what it is. That's what it was. They were like, what are you memorizing? Mm -hmm. And that was a great opportunity to rattle it off and, um, remember and be like, oh, I had a hard time with this part. Like, I wasn't sure what that said. Mm-hmm. I need to, like, read over that a couple more times yeah. out of my Bible and try to, you know. So, um, and I think, um, yeah. So, that is another way I like to intake scripture. What about you, Hannah? How do you make um, the word a part of your daily life? Okay. Or make it a habit? Um so in my notes, um, where I was trying to be organized for this episode, <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote down that I'll, this is like actually true. Cause like, so I have like a hard time saying no to people. I have a hard time saying no to like things that, and even if I don't necessarily want to do them, but especially if I want to do them, I, I will just like fill my time with all like these extracurricular stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I also have work and school and other responsibilities and then I won't have time for like anything for me. And so like, I've learned that like, I feel the most 
rested and well and cared for when I'm making time for like reading the word. So like I consider it like self-care. Mm-hmm. So it's like I am like cultivating it is, the self-care. Yeah, but like for like in my brain, I'm like, this is self-care. Like I clean my room and I'm like, this is self-care um, because I feel better after I do it. But when like, I think about cleaning my room, I'm like, that's a responsibility. But when I'm like, it's self-care because I know I'm going to feel better afterwards, mm-hmm. then like it helps me. So to better mindset. Yeah. And like, um, I like reading the word is like the most like soul refreshing thing. And so like every time I like, not every time, but most when I'm making it, when I'm doing it every single day, I feel the best, um, that if I'm not doing it every day, but I definitely struggled with like having a desire to read the word and have a good desire to pray. So I like, Mm -hmm. I pray for that a lot. And then like, I've said that like reading the word and like praying is like eating healthy. Cause if you've ever like tried to eat healthy for like a long period of time at first, it sucks and you're angry <laughs> all the time. And all you want is like a cupcake. But then after a while, like you're, you're craving salads and sweet potatoes and like stuff like that. Um, and so like once you start doing it, then you start to crave it later because mm-hmm. you realize how good it is for you and how much better you feel after mm-hmm. it. So um, what I usually do is I like to read the Bible in the morning um, before I start the day, but I wake up at 4 a.m. Uh, for work a few days of the week. So on those days, I either do it in the middle of the day or I do it at night before I go to sleep. But on the days I work at 5 a.m., I have a much harder time like um, like actually studying the word. I usually mm-hmm. just like read like – read like a little bit, like read like the verse of the day or something. Mm-hmm. But I try not to be like too hard on myself if I don't like read like as much as I wanted to mm-hmm. and stuff. But I usually, I try, I put on some like some worship music, some soft worship music in the background. And then I take out my notebook and I take out my Bible. And sometimes I have a plan. Like I've been want like this time I would want to read out of like first and second Peter or whatever. Or maybe a book of the Bible I haven't read before. So sometimes I have, like, a thing that I'm reading. And sometimes I'm, like, um, I'm just, like, where sh- I, like, ask God what I think what I should read. And I, um, like, flip around until I find something. That um, strikes your fancy. Yeah. And um, so sometimes I just read the Bible and I say a little prayer. And sometimes it's mostly praying and less reading. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hanging out with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I like doing that in the mornings the best and especially on the days where I don't have to go anywhere I don't have to do anything because then I don't have to worry about like having having a time limit on it I can just mm-hmm. do it for however long I want to yeah but um how how do you actually structure your study of the scripture like say you're you're in first Peter uh it's the first chapter it's your first day doing it uh what exactly do you do so I've read first Peter a lot it's on my favorite um so if i was actually going to read first peter since it's so short depending on how much time i had and how much i was uh motivated or how like tired i was i would probably read more than one chapter but let's just say i'm reading one chapter so i have a study bible uh it's new king james women's Mm -hmm. study bible so they have like all this history about the book that i could read at first which i find really interesting some people don't aren't like don't like it that much but i find it really interesting and it's got all the study parts at the bottom so usually i i pray before um and i like to journal my prayers and write them down yeah so i write down my prayer and then i will read it um and i try to go slow because i have a heart i have a a problem with speed reading (laughs) yeah i go slow and then i then i'll read all the commentary at the bottom for it Mm -hmm. and um if i'm really like trying to like actually study like if there's a word that i don't know i'll look it up and then i'll look it up look up where it came from and then i'll be like why does that say that and then i'll like try to like i'll go on the internet and try to find like Mm -hmm. good sources not like something that's gonna tell you something weird but like good sources about like where words came from what what was the culture context if it doesn't say in my study bible Mm -hmm. so yeah and then at the end i'll like pray again and i'll like so you'll like read the whole chapter like um, one chapter or two chapters? Yeah, or... um, unless it's really long or I'm, like, really tired. Like, if it's at night, sometimes I'll just open up the Bible app and I'll, like, look at the verse of the day. And then I'll, like, pray for, like, a little bit and then I'll go to sleep. Um, but if it's in the morning, I usually read, like, the whole chapter. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
it's really, really helpful to like make reading the Bible a habit with like other people. Oh, like yeah. when me and you were like reading that. the Bible um, together at, at the coffee shop, all um, like once or twice a week. That was so helpful, yeah. and that was really fun. And then uh, like me and Cole are reading the Bible. We've mm-hmm. read a couple books of the Bible together, and we just decided to do Genesis. That's what we st- we're starting with again. Me and Jameson just started doing that like today. Yeah, we're reading Joshua. Yeah. I thought I said Genesis. I was like, oh my God, we're reading the same thing. Okay. I thought I told you about you just started reading the Bible together. Anyway, I love reading the Bible with people because like Yeah. It's like it's important to have both. Like mm-hmm. you have like be able to like like read the Bible by yourself because you have like more like time to like be with the Lord and then also read the Bible with people. So like because mm-hmm. that's really cool and fun too. So that's helpful. And then we all of us read the Bible together on Tuesday nights yeah. um, for our Bible study. And then like I have a Bible study on Monday nights. And yeah. stuff. That's not really a Bible study. Yeah. Well, sometimes it is. It depends on which semester it is. Oh, yeah. This semester, the church, the church college age ministry is going over the single dating engaged married book, which they some, sometimes. Which I think we mention every week. We met. Well, uh, <laughs> we, well, we're in the middle of reading it. We read a chapter a week. Um, but I just yeah. think it's funny uh, how much we've talked about this book on our podcast. We're really uh, plugging um, not Ben Stewart here um, and his book. But, yeah, so it is a Bible study uh, sometimes, and, and depending on the semester. Okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, that's how I also like oh, listen to Oh, by the way, though, um, reading the Bible with other people is not a replacement for reading the Bible on your own. Yeah, um, I know. Even though <laughs> it's good. I, I'm not telling you, Hannah. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be, like, at you. I was just, uh, I was just saying, cause, uh, you need personal time with the Lord. Like you need, um, one-on-one time with God. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know it's important. And sometimes I, uh, I don't do that if I've read the Bible with somebody else, uh, like really recently, like that day or the day before I'll be like, I read the Bible with Filer today. I'm, I don't need to read it today. Um, but I do know it's, like, uh, Im- mm-hmm. important. But yeah. also, no, it is important. Uh, but, like, some a lot of times I'll, like, just, I'll just, like, journal a prayer since I read, like, like a few chapters with you or a few chapters with Cole or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something that I found really helpful is, like, listening to, like, podcasts about the Bible. Like, oh, the yeah. Bible Project. Yeah. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, Tim Mackey. Uh, <laughs> Love that man. Like, watch his videos. He is, like, he breaks down the Bible and, like, I, I like stuff in it and such a... It's so good. I'm sure any, like... It, all, our audience has probably heard of the Bible Project, but if you haven't, you need to find it right now and you need to watch their videos and listen to their podcast because... Fantastic. Yeah. Um, the Bible Project and then, like, uh, what's another good one? Oh, uh, Tim Mackey has another podcast called, like, My Strange Bible. Mm. Um, and then there's some there's some podcasts that will just read the Bible to you. And then there's, yeah. like... That's a good way um, to be... Because the uh, idea, or at least um, the way I like to think about it, is I like to be reading all the Bible all the time. Um and not, I don't mean like literally all of the Bible all the time. I mean like, um, what do I mean? How what do, do I you s- mean? How do I say this? Um, so, um, if you just read the New Testament and you don't ever read the Old Testament, that's not good. If you only read the Old Testament and never read the New Testament, because you're missing out on that's not um, good. on like. You're just, you're just, you're, you're, you're limiting yourself to, um, a lot of context that you could have access to. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so if you, if you are only sticking to a few books that you're comfortable with or that you've, um, read before or you've, uh, got notes on from sermons and stuff, then that's, um, I mean... I, can, I understand that. Like, it's, yeah. it, you know, we want to stay where we're comfortable and we want to read what we know. Um, but all the Bible is good for you. All the Bible is good for edifying and building up. Um, so uh, you need to be reading all the Bible all the time. And so that that's why I read 
um, in my personal study, I read an Old Testament book and a New Testament book at the same time. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's why uh, I try to, when we do a study or our friends do a study or I do a study with Jameson or whatever, I try to um, do books that I'm uh, less familiar with or haven't done in a long time or are just in a different spot than where I am in, like, another other studies. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So, um, yeah. But just listening to the Bible, like, in your car or something, uh, which is something I want to do uh, more of, but um, that can be a good way to just intake scripture. Because not yeah. all your intake of scripture needs to be um, super focused in. Does that make sense? Yeah, because if you're just like, if I'm like listening to the Bible Project or listening to the Bible while I'm like working, um, like uh, uh, like in my headphones, I'm listening to it. Um, I'm not like super focused on it because like I'm mm -hmm. focused on work. But like instead of just working, I'm also like learning things and like learning about the Lord. And even if it's passive, like even if you're not listening that hard, like you're you're still like like it's still gonna like be in your brain. So. Yeah. You, th you think about what you're exposed to. What you're exposed to is what you're going to do. If you're exposed to, like, scripture, you're going to yeah. think about scripture. You're going to meditate on it more, yeah. even by accident. It's not what goes into a man. And not, it's not what comes out of a man that defiles a man. It's what goes into a man that defiles a man. Uh, Matthew 10-something. Um, <laughs> I'm writing that down because I haven't heard that one. Matthew 10. Yeah. Question um, <laughs> but uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, scripture never returns void. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So um, even if you're passively listening to scripture, it's still building you up. Yeah. Um, also, it's like um, everybody learns differently. And um, if you are someone that is not a, a visual learner or finds it hard to focus on like a book, finds it hard to just read um, for long periods of time, um, then you're just not going to get that much out of like staring at the Bible. And if you want to get the most out of your study time, you're going to have to like listen to it being read to you on like the Bible app or on a podcast or like, I don't think you should like, I don't think one can replace the other though. If you have a hard time reading, what's wrong with listening to it? Like an audiobook? I don't know. I, I don't think you can, um, you can't, like, just replace studying the scripture with a passive listening. No, I mean, like, I'm saying, like, if, so let's say I have, like, a hard time reading. I do not have a hard time reading. I'm mm -hmm. a very good reader. But let's say I had a hard time reading and I just have, like, I have a really hard time, like, comprehending things when I'm reading them. Like, yeah. But I have a really easy time comprehending things when I'm, like, watching a video. Like, for school, I have a hard time with textbooks, but I have an easy time with watching videos. I have an easy time with listening to the podcast mm -hmm. that my teacher gives me. Um, I can still be – I can actively listen to the, the Bible app, okay. read me the Bible. I can still take notes or, and, like, uh, yeah, be that, that's fun. I thought you were saying it. something else. No, I mean, like – like reading it is good and stuff, especially if you're good at reading, but you also need to know how, because like, I know, I know a lot of people who have, who have a hard time reading the Bible by themselves mm -hmm. because, um, they just have a hard time, like comprehending, yeah. turning in what they're reading to making it make a lot of sense in their, in their brain without like skimming and stuff. Yeah. Um, and even my mom, who's like a really good reader, like she has a hard time just speed reading, which I do too, speed reading through it. And if you're listening to the Bible app guy, read it, he's like reading it slowly and you have to like pay attention. He's like reading it and mm -hmm. you're like listening to it. And if that's how you learn, then you're going to learn better that way. Is yeah. What I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just needed clarification on that, I guess. Uh, so... What else did we want to talk about? Do you have, like, like uh, some suggestions for, like, how to make it, like, a daily habit? Like, things you can do every day to, like, train your brain to make a, make the Bible, like, a habit? I think I've already kind of said. Um, mm, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, I do think it's good. Uh, I think the morning before you, like, have... Before you really start your day is probably mm-hmm. the best time for most people, I would mm-hmm. say. I'm not going to say everyone yeah. um, or, or like all the time, but I think for most people, even if you don't think you're a morning person, I'm not a morning person. I still, uh, it, I used to read the Bible at night right before I went to bed because um, that was just what I did. And um I was a big night owl and I was like, I hate the mornings. I hate getting up and I'm just not going to pay attention to the Bible in the mornings. Uh, It's hard for me to do, but sometimes if it's harder for you to do, or you think it's going to be harder for you to do, sometimes that's, sometimes that's what you need to do. Sometimes it's like the devil telling you (laughs) that uh, you can't pay attention to the Bible in the mornings. Yeah. Uh, Because I would always like, when I read it at night, I was like half asleep and I didn't really care. And, um, part of that was just, my heart was in the wrong place. Yeah. Um, but it it really did make a difference when I read it in the morning. It also really made a difference when I started journaling my prayers. Yeah, me too. Um, you said you start with journaling a prayer. I usually end my studies with journaling mm-hmm. a prayer. Sometimes I do both, and sometimes it's beginning, sometimes it's end. But I do start them with praying a lot if I feel like it. Yeah. And that's just part of, like, how my brain works. Um, it helps me to focus on praying if I'm writing it down. Yeah. Um, it's but- also really helpful because you can look back and look at all your prayers and be like, oh, my gosh, I remember when the Lord answered that prayer. Or mm-hmm. whatever. You can just see what how God's been working in your life by being able to go back and read all your prayers. Yeah. I usually don't um, go back and read my prayers. Um, but maybe I should. I did that uh, not that long ago because I just got a new notebook for journaling. And so mm-hmm. I went back and looked through all the other ones. And I like, like, it was just from like March, but I was like praying about the pandemic. And then I was like praying about Cole bef- mm-hmm. before I even started dating him. Um, and I was... Uh, uh, I was praying for like Jameson and for like mm-hmm. stuff at his church and for his family and for you. And just, I was and for things in my family. And I've just like, I just like saw a lot of like answered prayers and I was like, amazing. That's Praise cool. the Lord. Yeah. Another thing, um, uh, you said you take it like a chapter at a time and really? I will do that too. See, this is what I'm doing right now. Is I in my Old Testament book that I'm reading, uh, in Numbers, I will take it a chapter at a time, and I'll just kind of like read over it, maybe read it twice if I don't feel like I comprehended it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the New Testament book I'm reading, I take it in like five verse chunks ish. Okay, um, and I like kind of try to like pull those apart a little bit, mm-hmm. and. I will take those five verses and I'll read over those verses and I will, then I'll reread them going a verse at a time and I'll write down any questions I have about each verse, um, anything that stood out to me, anything that reminded me of another verse somewhere in the Bible, um, just any truths I pick up on. Yeah. Um, I feel like that helped me slow down. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it helped me comprehend it better. So taking, if you have a hard time focusing in, uh, maybe take smaller chunks. That's smart. Um, yeah. Uh, another thing, um, don't just read it and then be like, oh, that was cool. Um, like ask questions. Um, to God yeah. and to other people. Like, study it. Yeah. 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 Like, ask. Um, and this, this is something I struggle with. Um, I will have a question and just uh, not, not try to find an answer. Yeah. Um, so, like, actually try to find an answer. If you don't know where to go for answers, um, you can uh, go to commentaries. Commentaries are good. Yes. Um, if you don't know what a commentary is or you don't know where a good one is, commentaries are like basically uh, some some author guy, someone smart 
uh, read the Bible, and literally <laughs> commented on everything. It's a commentary because he literally put his comments on every single verse into a big thing. And but he went, like, went to Bible college, so he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's credible. He knows what he's talking it's about. It's not Joe Schmo. Um, <laughs> it's John MacArthur. You know. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And if you don't know where to get, because not all commentaries are like good. Uh, ask your pastor about good commentaries. Um, or ask your pastor. He probably knows too. Yeah. Ask your pastor questions. Ask your friends questions. Um, ask God questions. Um, don't just Google it. I mean, you can, but like, be discerning. Like you said, like, find good sources. Um, not all sources are good sources. Um, yeah. And like, ask uh, how this applies to your life. Don't just, um, like, when you read things, like, that's cool, um, but how am I going to apply it to my life? How is this, um, how would I live if I really believed this? Is a good question to ask. That's, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And remember that, like, something is better than nothing. Um, when you're trying to make reading the Bible a daily habit, um, and you're like, dang, I missed like three days in a row. I'm such a terrible Christian. And, yeah. you know, like lies from the devil. Uh, mm. remember that like something is better than nothing and, um, God loves obedience. Like even, um, even if you kind of have to drag yourself through it to start, uh, the Lord loves your obedience, um, and will reward your obedience, um, and will give you a craving for the word. If Amen. you want it. Yeah. So I have a couple of things that I found helpful when I first started uh, reading the Bible. Because if you have a structure, I think it's really helpful. Mm -hmm. So like just finding like a devotional in the Bible app or like mm -hmm. a Bible study book is good. Um, some things that like I've been told that I've tried or Violet's tried is uh, Violet mentioned it in our first episode is like reading a proverb every day because mm -hmm. there's one for every day of the month. This may this one may sound kind of confusing because it confuses Violet, but <laughs> confuses you can read the Book of Psalms um, in a month if you read. So let's say it's it's the first of the month. Um, so you would start with Psalm one, and then you would read um, you would read Psalm one, and then go thirty Psalms from there. So like the thirty days of the month. Uh -huh. um, and read Psalms 30 and then go to 60 and then go to 90 and then go to 120 and then go into 100, 150 and there's 150 Psalms. So you read those. How many is that? Uh, 130, 60, 90, 120. 100. So that's six Psalms. So basically you're reading six Psalms a day. They're like, they're little poems. They're not going to take that long. And if you do that every single day, so like on the second day of the month, you read two, uh, 31, 61, 91, 121, mm -hmm. and then, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that is so much math. Anyway, it's not that hard once you start doing it. I did that in middle school for a while. Um, and then. What do you do when you get to that really long psalm? Is it like, it's like 90 or 130 or something like that. And it's like a, it's like the really long one. Yes, but it's not like, it's not longer than a regular chapter in the Bible. It's a lot longer, Hannah. Okay, hold on. Let me find it. Are you are you talking? About, nope, that's not it. Seventy eight, Psalm seventy eight. No, here it's the longest. It's the longest chapter in the Bible. You're lying to me. The shortest chapter in the Bible and the longest chapter of the Bible, are both in Psalms. All right. So anyway, while while it's looking for that, um, in this book, <laughs> single dating, engaged, married, um, in. Uh, one of the chapters about um, being attentive to God's word. Uh, it's Psalm 119. 119. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you how many verses it is. How many? Uh, <laughs> wow. I've read this. I didn't know it was this long. It's 176 verses. You just, I don't know if I let you just read it. Okay. <laughs> and and you, you dread getting to Psalms 1, 1, 119. But it's fine. It's the word. 
So um, something that uh, Ben Stewart suggested, which I'm planning on trying to do because it sounds fun, question mark? Anyway, uh, (laughs) in the book, he said that there's 104 verses in the book of Philippians. And if you write down three verses a day, you can handwrite the entire book in just over a month, which I found really interesting because like writing things down definitely helps me think about them better. Like you memorize them. Yeah. And if I'm like, I take a lot of notes in class and stuff. I take a lot of notes during sermons (laughs) and, um, like I was thinking about like writing down a whole book of the Bible, like that would definitely help me out. Um, but he also suggests, um, take, uh, what, 10 minutes to write out the verse and then 20 to 30 minutes to meditate upon them and then consider writing the verse in one color and your own thoughts and feelings in a different one and make it an ongoing dialogue with the Lord. And I was like, that's pretty good. I really want to try doing that. Um, but I just read this, so I'm going to hopefully gonna try doing that. So he also says he uh, he takes walks with God one evening a week to pray, which I really liked that. Um, I don't need to take a walk with God because I usually take um, like my drives to work or mm-hmm. my drives back home from work when I'm in my car by myself to like pray. or Some of my music. most powerful prayers I prayed while walking. Uh, most of my like best, not best, but most of the the prayers that I like, I guess what most powerful prayers were either like with other people or I don't know if most powerful is the way to say that. that I don't. Might, I don't I might know. Just be lying to that. They were most powerful most effective. For my, most effective for my heart. The most. Whatever. Yeah. The best prayers <laughs> uh, have been either with Top other, ten favorite prayers have either been. Um, in the car by myself or or with other people during like an event or something mm. but yeah those are some some like things because like uh if you have a structure sometimes that helps some people need structure like i just kind of like to see Everyone where the lord takes structure it just depends on like how when much it comes when it comes to like you, i don't know i don't know like i just like to see i'd go go with the flow when it comes to reading the bible um, but, like, structure is good, too, sometimes. Um, so I also wanted to talk about our favorite Bible verses. Okay. So I ha- I, <laughs> I wrote down one, two, three, four, five, six Bible verses that were my personal favorites. I was, like, looking through trying to find which ones are my favorites, and I just kept, like, screenshotting more and more from the Bible app. And then I was like, I can't have this many. Yeah. <laughs> so then I picked out just Okay, so what? Are, so read them to me. What are your favorites? Do you want me to read all of them, or do you want to go, like, back and forth? Like, how many favorite verses do you have? Um, I wrote down like four, but there's like, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, just read them all to me and then tell me why those are your favorites. Okay. So my favorite, probably my most favorite Bible verse is Psalm 73, 25 and 26. And it says, who have I in heaven but you, and the earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen. 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 Um, I heard that one for the first time um, for at camp, probably when I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. And it, I realized, like, like, I didn't really think that way. Like, I didn't really think, like, like uh, who have I in heaven but you. Like, it's like the pastor of the camp used that to explain, like, that you're not living for Jesus so you can go to heaven. You're living for Jesus because you love Jesus and Jesus loves us. And like, Mm -hmm. we should be content if we went to heaven and no one else was there, but us and Jesus. Mm. And like, in my brain, I was like, I just don't want to go to hell and I want to go to heaven so I can see like everybody that's passed away, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but like after hearing that, I'm like, that's like, dang. Um, so I think about that sometimes if I feel, like, really lonely and stuff, like, who have I in heaven but God, and the earth has nothing I desire besides God, Mm -hmm. and um, my flesh and my heart may fail, but the Lord is the strength of my heart. Mm. Um, Also, this is one that you kept saying, and then then I realized that it was really good, and now you still say it all the time, (laughs) all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. Ah, All things are lawful for me. But not all things edify, and it's 1 Corinthians 10, 23, and 24. Oh, I have 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 13. Is it said twice? It, yeah, he basically says the same thing twice. So yours, says, yours is the one that says, like, food is for the stomach. Yeah, yeah. So 1 Corinthians 6, 12 through 13 goes, um, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permissible for me, 
uh, but I will not be brought under the control of anything. The food for the stomach and the stomach for food, um, but the Lord will do away with both of them. Uh, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. Amen. So that, Tell them why, why that's important to you. <sighs> I don't know. It's just so comforting. Um, what was that face? <laughs> Nothing. I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Um, no, like, the reason I love all these verses I wrote down, the specific ones aren't so important. But the reason that so many, like, these are my favorites is because they're comforting and they tell me something about the Lord um, that is comforting and that is, um, that builds me up. So, like, for that specifically, I guess I would just say, um, you you know how, uh, When you're, when you're like in the midst of sinning and lying to yourself about your sin and like, this is okay. Yes. And like, this isn't that bad. Um, mm-hmm. this is like the Lord loves me anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm under grace. Um, I don't need to be legalistic about stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that I feel like that verse uh, was the Lord gently telling me, like, hey, Violet, um, everything's permissible for you. You are under grace. Uh, but uh, not everything's helpful, Violet. That's not helpful for you. Yeah. Um, kind of like what you were saying earlier about, like, uh, healthy food, not yeah. healthy food. Yeah. That cake, not helpful for you, Violet. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, yeah. I tell that one to myself a lot, like, maybe, like, something isn't necessarily a sin, but, like, I'm not doing it for the right reasons, and I'm like, uh, everything's lawful for me, but not everything's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when, like, coming up with good boundaries in a relationship, yeah. um, um, and being like, well, this isn't necessarily a sin, um, you could be like, yeah, but it's not that helpful. It's not that helpful keeping, in yeah. keeping boundaries. Yeah. It's not that helpful for, um, not being a stumbling block to yourself or another person. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I like that one. That's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I have a couple of long ones and then a couple of short ones and then I'll be done. Um, <laughs> yeah, this one is, uh, the one that I, I, I uh, had read. I had a homeschool graduation with a bunch of other homeschoolers, and we didn't have senior quotes. We had senior Bible verses, and yeah. uh, then they read them as he walked down to get your diploma. And mine was um, it's Romans eight thirty seven through thirty nine, and it says another one of my favorites. Is it on your list? It's not on my okay. list. I, if I Hannah, I wrote this uh, right before we. This list in the bathroom right before we started doing this. I didn't have time to write down everything. I wrote these down um, last night before you guys got to my house. I was like, that's what I was doing in my room with like the candles and the vibes. I was like, (laughs) I was uh, writing down Bible verses. Uh, So it says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing. (laughs) Violet's dancing. (laughs) It's my damn ah shall be able to separate us from the love of our god which is in christ jesus our lord that's like definitely like that's like one that you like to like preach to yourself like no angels nor demons nor principalities things any created everything's I am creative convinced that nothing can separate me from the love that is in christ jesus amen i get hyped every time every time i hear that verse hannah i want to like jump up and yell <laughs> <laughs> i love that that that's how much I that's love the that energy movie. i want uh yeah anyway so um this is one that uh god definitely calls to mind for me when i'm feeling very anxious which is very popular one's very basic one to put it, to have as a favorite but it's a uh, first peter 5 7 cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you mm-hmm. um think about that a lot yeah uh then another very long one which um what kind of imagery does that bring to your mind cast all your anxieties on him for you care uh imagery i think about like telling god everything i'm anxious about and then he's yeah. like comforting me and yeah. he's like i got this stop being anxious yeah um and i actually want to pull this one up 
Pulitzer. For me, it uh, I think of like my like my anxieties as like taking a physical form, like having like a weight or a, them? like a weight or a backpack, and I'm like setting it at the foot of the cross. Oh, that's very. That's an image. Yeah. Um, I like that. So I'm trying to find this because. So this is like. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, like, I have, like, my favorite part of this chapter, but then there's, like, also a thing at the end, like, towards the end of that chapter that also, like, goes along with it. But I, I wanted to say, anyway, this is kind of long, but I feel like this is kind of like an outline for discipleship. And when I'm, like, trying to think of, like, how I should be behaving and stuff, I think about this verse, which is Second Peter 1, 5 through 8. And it says, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue, to virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and abounding, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then it talks about people who don't have those things. Um, but at the end of the chapter, or uh, blah, 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 down in verse... Like, 11, it says for if you do these things, you will never stumble. And f so any entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Which is, like, I feel, like, really important to yeah. think of those things and be, like, if you do these things, you will never stumble. Yeah. So I try to keep, like, uh, faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, self uh, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, love. Keep those all in mind and you'll never stumble. Yeah. I like that. That reminds me of a couple different verses. It reminds me of the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. It also reminds me of where that, um, I don't know where it's at. Put your mind on these things and like whatever is kind or whatever is thought like lovely or whatever. whatever is oh, good that before. too. They, this verse kind of for me like puts together like the fruits of the spirit and that verse that's like, th well, think on these things or whatever. Oh, yeah. Whatever is true, whatever is kind, whatever is lovely, uh, whatever is pure, uh, keep your mind on these things. Uh, yeah, that too. But I was thinking of, um, gosh, what was I thinking of? Um, Sorry. Uh, duh, something produces something, something produces something, and it ends with faith, like Oh my goodness. I'm just going to sound really dumb. <laughs> um, but in the end, it's like, and this produces um, f hope. Like it, like it has a list of things <sighs> that you, and I then it ends with hope. About. And it's like, but we, but this hope, and you're like, you get to the end of the list and you're like, hope, that's what I'm left with. But it says, but this hope will not disappoint us because it, I don't... I think I know what you're talking about, but, like, I can't... Like, I don't remember any more of it. Uh, but, yeah. 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 You know, you know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. 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 So, I really like that one. And then the last one um, is James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. So, ask God for wisdom, and he'll give it to you. Which I've been thinking a lot about recently, and I could talk about for a while, because, like... Mm. I've, I've asked for wisdom like this past year and then have been put through a lot of trials and I've been thinking like maybe asking for wisdom is like asking for patience or like you ask for patience and you get put in a lot of situations to test your patience and maybe yeah. when you ask for wisdom you get put in a lot of situations that will give you wisdom. Um, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I yeah. like that one because um, like literally ask for wisdom and God will give it to you. So if you're like God, give me wisdom in the situation. It literally says he's going to give it to you. Yeah. So those are my favorite verses. Violet, what are your, what are your favorite verses? Um, I have so many. <laughs> like, even, like, I was making this list in the bathroom, and I was like, there's just so many things flooding my mind. I'm not, I don't even, I couldn't even, like. Yeah, there's just so many good verses that have been, like, so important. Oh, over different periods of time. Yeah, and, like, even while you were reading, I thought of, like, so many other verses. Honestly, the Lord has just been so uh, good to me. Because, like, I have... Because I was raised in church, and because the Lord has been with me since I was young, I have had the opportunity to... Uh, 
to just learn scripture without even trying that hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, um, not that I haven't tried, not like, like I said, I, I do try, uh, but, um, because I've been reading the Bible for so long and because I've been going to church for so long and just had scripture spoken over me so often for so long, like literally once or like the minimum is once a week, uh, for like 20 yeah. years. Yeah. And, That's, and most churches use the same scriptures. I bet like everybody who grew up in church knows like John three sixteen without having to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think how cool is that? Um, I didn't, I don't know. It's just so cool because like, uh, Jameson all the time is like, I haven't heard that verse before or where <laughs> is that in the Bible? Where is that? And I'm like, cause he's only been like a Christian for like three years and he didn't grow up in church. Yeah. And I think, dang, I'm so blessed to have had the opportunity, uh, to grow up in church and to just, I don't know, just Amen. read the Bible. But anyway, back to what you asked me. Um, one of my all time favorite verses, um, it's on a sign in my room. Uh, it's Isaiah forty-one thirteen, uh, and it says, uh, "Do not fear. Uh, I am the Lord your God, uh, who takes hold of your right hand and says, do not fear. I will help you.'" Um, Amen. Yeah, and I that, love that. What verse is that? I'm going to write that down. Actually. Isaiah forty-one thirteen. All right. It's uh, one of my favorite verses because it is. Uh, it's so personal. It's yeah. so comforting. Uh, it shows what a personal God God is. And um, it comforted me during a season of my life um, where I felt really far away from God. I remember one time, and I think I've told you this. Have I, I wonder if I've said this on the podcast before. I feel like I have. Um, I was about to say if I have, stop me. But there's nobody to stop me but you. Um. If uh, she has, we'll edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was this one time uh, I was riding in the car, and uh, I was I was just just thinking about life. Like I I was just thinking about uh, my situation and how overwhelmed by it all I was, and how lost and uh, sad I felt. And uh, I was listening to the radio. And that verse came to my mind, and I prayed to the Lord, and I could literally, I literally felt the Lord reach down and hold my right hand. And oh, you've uh, not told the story. I haven't? No. Okay. I, I don't even think I heard the story. I told somebody recently this story. Must have been Jameson. Uh, I don't think it was. But um, I love that. And, um, and that, like, I don't know, that, that was powerful to me. Um, that is powerful. <laughs> I love because, that. Because, um, like, the, the scripture became real. Yeah. Um, and uh, it reminded me that uh, I don't just pray to the air. I'm praying to, Amen. I'm praying to the God of the universe. He's actually there. Uh, and he and holds my right me. hand, Hannah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Uh, and says, do not fear, I will help you. He fights my battles for me. Um, so another one is First Corinthians 6, 12 through 13. I won't read that again, but it is uh, really uh, good for me. <laughs> Amen. I feel it's been on a constant loop in my head for like two months. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been longer than two months because it Has was it? Uh, before I started dating Cole six months ago. Uh, you just kept saying it over and over and really? over again. And so I wrote that one on my arm over the summer to like memorize it. And then I remember when I, uh, I was, I, I w it was applying it to a lot of other things because I just realized like, Oh, because we were talking about, like, uh, that's a whole other topic. Like, is it okay for, like, Christians to swear and, like, yeah. watch certain TV shows and stuff? And, like, at first we kind of were like, ah. But then you were like, you know what? 
all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. And yeah. um, then, um, so then, like, I definitely thought about that for a while, just in regular life. And then when I started dating Cole and, like, creating boundaries, mm-hmm. like, what's too much? What's not too much? I'm like, mm-hmm. I've definitely been thinking about that, like, a lot. That's been on my brain. Like Me and Jameson were literally talking about this verse earlier today. Yeah, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. You can do a lot of things and not sin yeah but doesn't mean it's helpful in life or your walk with the lord yeah anyway we've Uh, already talked about this verse so next verse yeah (laughs) um what what if we just did a whole episode about that verse honestly what if we just break down our favorite bible verses as episodes honestly not a bad idea another one uh the whole first chapter of ecclesiastes (laughs) yeah Violet um, loves Ecclesiastes. Violet loves the first chapter specifically <laughs> so much. Yeah. Um, Where it just goes like everything is meaningless, meaningless, hevel, everything means no. nothing. That's not what it says. Turn to it. What the heck? <laughs> do you know it or do you want me to read it? I was about to start spouting it off because I knew it once. But then I was like, I'm going to butcher um, this if I try. I'm going to read like, we don't, I'm going to read the, the vanity of life um yeah it, the first i don't 11 verses not the first yeah, chapter it's, it's not the whole first chapter actually it the is words the of the preacher the son of david king in jerusalem vanity of vanities which some verses some translations say vanity some say like meaningless some say hevel uh, uh, <laughs> hevel is the word it's translated but like from. i've None seen it written down hevel. like that you have maybe not not in the bible but online oh, okay maybe it was a tim mackey thing Probably. It means hevel. I'm probably lying. But uh, in the in the King James, I think it says, like, meaningless. My new King James says vanity. Um, anyway, vanity yeah. of vanity says the preacher, vanity of vanities, all is vanity. What profit has a man from all of his labor in which he toils under the sun? One generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. The sun also rises and the sun goes down and hastens, hastens to place where it arose. I cannot read. Um, the wind goes towards the south and turns around at the north. The wind rolls around continually and comes again on its circuit. All the rivers run into the sea, yet the sea is not full. To the place from which the rivers come, there they return again. All things are full of labor. Men cannot express it. The eyes, the eye is not satisfied with seeing, nor the ear filled with hearing. That which has been is what will be, and which is done is what will be done, and there is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which I... <laughs> it may be said she's dancing again <laughs> is there anything of which it may be said see this is new it has already been in ancient times before us there is no remembrance of a former thing nor will there be any remembrance of the things that are to come by those who will come after yeah and that's violet's favorite uh it's one of my favorites because uh it's just it was just so comforting to me when i first read that and realized um because it's like, it can be read as very depressing. But um, when you've had thoughts like that uh, pervade your thinking for like uh, so much of your life, and you think, um, you think like, it, it showed me that. Um, it wasn't stupid to think that way. Yeah. It just was without God to think that way. It was um, that 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 is the logical conclusion of a life without Christ is to think everything is meaningless. Um, the life just the world just circles around and around again. And it doesn't matter what I do. That is true. Uh, but God, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you hear me church? (laughs) Somebody say amen. (laughs) Somebody testify. (laughs) Um, no, but like, um, yeah. So that was really comforting to me and helped me realize, um, that um the the lord sees me where i'm at the lord is not surprised yeah the, the you do you can do nothing to surprise god hannah Did i know. You know that i know i know um anymore I, yeah um 
Matthew 10 also has a lot of good verses. The whole chapter? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. The, The point is... All of these verses um, that we've mentioned and the ones we haven't mentioned, the point is um, that they all—they all come—they all—they all mean a lot to me because they comforted me and showed me something about God uh, that I didn't know before or didn't really understand or comprehend before, um, and that's what I love about reading the Bible: is uh, being comforted. Um, in this earthly life sucks. Okay. Amen. Life is hard. Um, and, uh, but the Lord gave us his word to comfort us, um, and to build us up and to reveal his nature to us. Um, and, and uh, that's the Bible. And I love learning more about my savior because he's pretty cool. Yeah. Why'd you point at me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Finger guns. Finger guns. He's pretty cool. The Lord? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Violet. Yeah. You got any praise reports from this week? Praise reports? I am so surprised. I have to talk about things that were good this week. <sighs> I don't remember <laughs> what happened. In the past week? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, we were going to go to a poetry slam, but we didn't. Yeah. You went to an art museum. I did go to an The art museum was pretty cool. Me and Jameson went to an art museum. We looked at a lot of art. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Mm, what happened Monday? Monday, you and me went to your cam group. Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday we had uh we had Bible study at my house. Bible study. We made uh BLTs. BLTs. Mm. Yeah, I'm just know. repeating what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and I I don't have like a specific praise report, just what was your high the, of the week? The Lord has been good to me. Um Um <laughs> don't know hannah all right so um my praise reports uh are the first half of this whole week i probably like the first like five days i uh felt super awful i was having a lot of anxiety i don't Mm -hmm. get anxious that often um and i felt like intense dread like something awful is about to happen like at any moment which i've felt like before but usually something awful does happen Mm -hmm. so then that made it worse Mm-hmm. Um, which made me listen to a lot of worship music because that's usually what helps me. Mm-hmm. And it did help. And I told talked to you about it yeah. because I was just being like absolutely wrecked by God on a daily basis <laughs> um, from some of the songs I was listening to, which is good. Like I, I literally cry, yeah. crying at work, crying in the car, crying at home. Crying in the club right now. <laughs> crying in the club um, <laughs> because of the Lord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was good. That was good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, bummer, we didn't get to go to the Poetry Slam like we were talking about last time uh, mm-hmm. because it got canceled because mm-hmm. of COVID. Um, but instead, we went and got, uh, we went to a, a, an antique store um, all together. And, and we got sushi. And we got sushi. And Violet and Cole had never had sushi. And it was really fun. And it tasted really good. And it wasn't even that expensive. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a high. Oh, and then yesterday was also uh, really fun because we had Bible study at my and house. BLTs. BLTs. And we played a game called Secret, Secret Hitler, Hitler, which I'd never heard of before, but I, I was Hitler twice. Yeah. And it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Those are my highs. I, uh, my highs have are like same, just like hanging out with uh, you guys and Jameson and uh, like, um, talking is, about the Lord. You're just like, uh, ditto. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I don't, whenever, I don't like highs and lows and happies and crappies and praise reports because I always feel so put on the spot and I'm like, I never knew last week we were going to talk about praise reports this week. I know, but you still caught me off guard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. And I, I don't know. I always, I sometimes I just don't want to say what my actual highs and lows were. Does that make sense? No. Why? Um, because sometimes I get not wanting to say the lows, but why not the highs? Uh, 
I don't know. Sometimes it just feels too personal. Okay. Does that, not like, and like, I would tell it to you and you're like, that's not personal. I just mean that like, um, you're a pretty private person. I am a pretty private person, but it doesn't seem to like, there's doesn't seem to be a reason for it. Most of the time I'm like, that's just for me. Does that make <laughs> sense? I have um, to like consciously do that because if I don't think to myself, this is something just for me, I'm going to tell, I'm going to regurgitate every thought I've ever had to mm-hmm. everybody, strangers in the street. Uh-huh. Um, so I have to like consciously be like, this is for me. Um, yeah. But like, I like, I like start off with like all, like when I'm like studying the Bible or I'm praying, I start off with what I'm thankful for mm-hmm. because that like puts me in the right headspace to like come to God with like a thankful heart and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. I usually, I, since I do that m- pretty much every day, like, mm-hmm. I've got what I'm thankful for and, like, what's God's doing for me in my life, like, fresh on my mind most of the time. So when, like, people ask me what my praise reports are, I'm like, I got it. I just, when things are fresh, like, if, you t- if you're like, this past week, what's been a high and what's been a low, uh, things that have happened this past week are still, like, fresh in my brain. I haven't had time to, like process it and i know i know fairly instinctually this is my high and this is my low but um i haven't had time to think about to like meditate on um why this is my high and why this is my low and like so i'm like still in the headspace of like this is just for me okay does that make sense kind of I, I don't want to, you really like the praise report thing. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean. I just need to be better prepared next time. Okay. I just We're going to do this again next week, Violet. Okay. Um, you don't have to say what you're thankful for this week. You you can say next week what you were thankful for this week. Yeah. Uh, so that's how you have plenty of time to process the week. Um, but yeah, we probably been recording for way too long because I forgot we were recording and I was just kind of talking to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, thanks for listening, mm-hmm. especially if you made it this far. Uh, <laughs> stay blessed and highly favored. Bye. <laughs> Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above.